Genetic testing firm 23andMe has confirmed that hackers gained access to the data of over 7 million users, confirming the weird fact that people will do just about anything to find out that they're 3% Scottish and that they have slightly higher than average odds of hating the sound of chewing. I'm not joking, that's directly from their website. In China, the government has to secretly deploy a DNA database to track their citizens, particularly ethnic minorities in regions like Xinjiang and Tibet, and the US is quick to warn about the dangers of a government that will go to such lengths to track their population. But they can do that because in the US, private companies like 23andMe collect this data for them, and as long as you frame it as a game where you can find out what your DNA says about you and your family, people will actually pay money to hand over this very personal, identifiable data. Today, we're gonna to take a quick look at how 23andMe was hacked, and you might be shocked at just how easy it was. The dangers of these kinds of genetic testing kits and what you can do to protect yourself even if you've already taken one of these DNA tests. The use of DNA has come a long way since it was first used back in 1986 to convict a guy named Colin Pitchfork for murder. Now, despite having a name like Pitchfork, which seems like a clear-cut sign of guilt, he almost got away with the crime if he hadn't boasted to coworkers about submitting a friend's DNA instead of his own. Fast forward almost 40 years, and the genealogy products and services market, populated by companies like 23andMe, uh, Ancestry.com, MyHeritage, and others, is valued at over $3.5 billion. And that's only expected to grow despite this recent data breach. What most people don't realize, however, is that these DNA testing companies are treated like regular consumer goods companies and not like healthcare providers meaning that they don't have to follow the same HIPAA rules and regulations related to how they collect, store, and protect the consumer data that is given to them. And that's part of what has us in this most recent 23andMe mess. They took their data security about as seriously as they do their marketing. Cilantro? Really? Check this out. The way that 23andMe was hacked is both mind-blowingly simple and ridiculously stupid. The hacker, or hackers, we don't know, used a basic technique known as credential stuffing to force their way into customer accounts. It's a technique where hackers use stolen usernames and passwords found in other data breaches and see if people use the exact same username and password for their 23andMe account. And guess what? There were quite a few who did, at least 14,000 according to what 23andMe disclosed in their SEC filing last week. Think about it like this. This is like using the exact same key to open the door to your house, start your car, lock your safe, and enter your office. It may seem convenient, but if one of those keys gets stolen, that person has access to everything you own. And that's the first lesson you can take from this whole ordeal. Don't reuse the same username and password for all of your online accounts, even if the accounts don't feel that important. Say like, a silly DNA testing website where your account holds your birth year, your zip code, ancestry reports, and other, you know, mostly insignificant personal data. And I know I'm poking fun at these DNA testing companies, but I also recognize that there are legitimate reasons for genetic testing, whether that's finding out if you have a genetic condition that runs in your family, or even to diagnose that genetic condition or understand a good treatment plan for you. The thing is, 
All of those legitimate reasons come from clinical genetic tests, not direct-to-consumer tests that 23andMe provides. Clinical genetic tests are ordered by a doctor, and the results are part of your confidential medical profile that does have strict HIPAA privacy controls. Not so for 23andMe. Not only are the results of these tests pretty pointless, the companies are not regulated in any way how they handle and store the results of the test. Now, there is a chance that they that might change after this recent data breach with the government stepping in to regulate the DNA testing industry. That is a possibility, but even that presents its own concerns. So considering all of this, it seems pretty clear that taking one of these consumer DNA tests is a pretty bad idea. Go ahead and scratch that off of your Christmas list, and if you've already purchased one, just throw it away. It's not even worth re-gifting it to your weird Uncle Charlie because, as in the case of the 23andMe breach, it was because of linked family tree relatives that the initial 14,000 hacked accounts turned into almost 7 million profiles accessed. But what if you're one of the millions of people who have already taken one of these DNA tests? What can you do? According to the 23andMe website, you can request to have your personal information deleted, both within your online dashboard and by emailing them directly. And I definitely advise that you take that step, although you should know that they are required to retain some information to comply with their legal obligations. That's concerning, and we don't even know what information that is. In other words, do what you can. Delete your profile on whatever DNA testing site you used and email their privacy email for good measure. And then, chalk this up to a learning experience. Next time, make sure you create unique passwords for your accounts. Perhaps use a password manager. And when somebody tries to sell you a product that requires you to hand over any kind of personal data, particularly biometric data, and to pay money to do so, just politely tell them that you're fine not knowing about your Scottish roots and you already prefer not listening to the sound of chewing.